Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. It's a breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Travis Ryder, senior analyst, joined by site publisher Tim Watson. Typically, when we join Tim for a breaking news edition of the pod, it involves a commitment, and that was certainly the case today as the Crimson Tide addresses an area of need for the, well, the big picture future anyway, and picking up a, a nice tight end prospect, Tim. Tell us a little bit more about this 21st commitment for Alabama in the 2021 cycle. Yeah, I think Alabama fans will be happy. The uh, Nick Saban figured out how to get a tight end. It's one of the most <laughs> asked about positions there is every year. But Robbie Oots from South Carolina has committed to Alabama. You know, it's not a surprise. Charles Kelly's did a fantastic job here, laid the groundwork. You know, the kid wanted to take some visits and, you know, the visits are obviously shut down, but they did make it to Alabama and got a chance to see the campus and, uh, you know, just sort of get familiar with it. But Alabama's had a pretty good lead here for a while. Um, and I'm a big fan of this guy. This is a big kid, six foot four, 240 plus pounds. Uh, I've seen him windmill dunk a basketball. Now, when you watch his tape, he's a very willing blocker. He's a very physical guy. That's not really an offense to be highlighted for a tight end, you don't see a lot of passes and, you know, may, you know, maybe that'll change his senior year. But I think what you do see is you've seen him, some of his raw footage. I know I've talked to people in Alabama, you know, I've certainly seen his workout stuff and just a big kid that's willing to block and has good hands, a good basketball player or a basketball player. And, you know, for that size, um, a good athlete. Yeah. You know, I think the season that Irv Smith had a couple of years ago, maybe, changed the perception of what the tight end position was going to be like at Alabama but really at its core what Nick Saban wants first and foremost is a guy like a Michael Williams a guy like a Hale Hinches you know these inline type tight ends first and foremost that can get some movement at the point of attack I think you tell me I think that's a big reason why they hit the grad transfer market this last time around for a guy like Carl Tucker to give them some edge give them some physicality uh, that they needed because, as we saw last year, you converted a couple of offensive linemen essentially to tight ends in Chris Owens and Kendall Randolph. Uh, I, I guess this is where this guy in Oots can really make his, his biggest impact early. Yeah, and I don't think the Alabama staff worries nearly as much about the tight end position as the Alabama fans do. Um, <clears throat> you're right with Irv. You know, I sort of, you know, Irv's a really good, good football player. But at that same time, I mean, that was a team that also had Josh Jacobs on it, on top of the wide receivers. I mean, Irv was going to be open a lot. There wasn't a, there wasn't a whole lot of defenders able to stop all those guys, which helped Irv's stats. He's an athletic guy, not big, but can run. Um, but you're right, sort of an anomaly. But, you know, Irv was a guy that would block, too. So I think mm-hmm. with Alabama, they look for that guy. He's got to be able to block. out the, the popular tight ends are basically wide receivers. They're all – Six, seven years after the fact of Jimmy Jimmy Graham, who was so popular. You see Eric Gilbert, who the Alabama staff loved, terrific prospect, big monster, freak of a tight end, who went to LSU. But this guy's not going to line up at end very often and block. That's not what he's going to do. 
if you look at the rankings, the highest ranked guys you see every year are guys that are lining up wide. It's sexier. It's more fun. You see guys lined up in the slot. Well, yeah, six foot four, 240 pounds. There's not a lot of high school DBs in South Carolina that could shut down, you know, Robbie Oots either. So, but for Alabama, that guy's got to be physical. And if you watch his tape, this kid's crazy, insane, physical. He'll knock your head off. So, uh, definitely a willing blocker and a big guy with nice hands who's going to be able to run down the field a little bit. Yeah, with so many teams at just about every level now spreading the field with three and four wide receivers, it's getting tougher and tougher to find quality tight ends at the prep level. I've got to think it's almost become like trying to find a triple option quarterback, you know, at that position, finding a tight end that is legitimately more along the lines of the traditional uh, tight end that, that we grew up watching. And, uh, but there, you're right. There's, there's kind of become two different classifications or two different categories for tight ends. You've got guys like Irv Smith Jr. that you can flex out more. Miller Forrestall, you can do that with. Jalil Billingsley right now on Alabama's roster is sort of that kind of guy as well. But you still got a place for that butt kicker, man, who can get in line and, and do some damage in the run game first and foremost. And Tim, I wanted to ask you about this with Caden Clark uh, deferring his enrollment to January. Is this essentially like Alabama getting two tight ends in this class? Yeah, I think so. And I think they'll be done there. They're going to be tight at positions already. They don't have to cut kids that are really talented that just don't fill fill their needs as much. So they're going to be very selective, but Robbie's a guy they definitely going to get in the class. Alabama staff love Caden Clark too. I mean, that's a big guy that can block on the end and that's going to be very important because Alabama is always going to want to run the ball or protect the quarterback. So that tight end is going to have to block, you know, and, you know, I think it's a little bit different. You look at Alabama, they were hitting top 100, top 100, five-star, five-star, top 100 coming down this stretch. Now their last two commitments aren't really the sexy ones where you see a lot of guys ranked at five-star. You got a nose guard and Tim Keenan, who is a good fit for the Alabama football team is what they needed their guy that clogged the middle and now you've got a tight end who's as much of a blocker as he is a receiver again for you know it's almost like beauty's in the behind the beholder what Alabama needs at those positions Tim Keenum and Robbie Oots is exactly what they wanted yeah the tight end position you're good on numbers for the time being but when you think about big picture You've got two fifth-year seniors and Miller Forstall and Carl Tucker at the position. You've got some program vets like Major Tennyson in that mix as well. Uh, plenty of scholarship numbers for now, but you have to continue to try to develop at the position. And look, with this sort of frozen year of eligibility, who knows? Maybe Miller Forstall and our Carl Tucker have another year left in them uh, in the program. So some of that to consider as well. It's the Bama Online Podcast. It's a breaking news edition of the podcast. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to put Tim Watts in the frying pan a little bit. We're going to ask him what's next as this Alabama class continues to creep closer and closer to full. We'll do that when the pod returns right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Back with more of the BamaOnline.com podcast. It's a breaking news edition as Robbie Oots, a six foot four, 240 pound tight end from Rock Hill, South Carolina, has committed to Alabama. And with that, Tim, we're looking at 21 commitments. I'm guessing we're talking about a full 25 for this class. Um, what does it look like? Where, where are the areas of emphasis now with the numbers getting as tight as they are? Uh, you know, that, you know that's another thing I like to point out. When people get caught up with the rankings, they worry, you know, Tim Keenan's a three-star, Robbie Hoots is a three-star. Well, if they're Alabama's taking them as tight as they are on numbers, that tells you on the Alabama staff that they're more of a priority, that Alabama staff has ranked them higher than, than, than some of the rankings do from a need standpoint. Uh, uh, Robbie puts Alabama's number one class in the country. We're doing a little bit of uh, – uh, dueling banjos here with Ohio State. Alabama's <laughs> number. Ohio State was number one. Alabama's number one. Ohio State's number one. Alabama's number one. Either way, those two classes are going to be very elite uh, when all said and done. Alabama's getting down to the nitty gritty. Uh, still in it for some big time major talent. Um, you look at a wide receiver like Brian Thomas. They're t- still chasing from Louisiana. They're still holding out hopes they'll be involved with the Marius Mims, the Georgia five-star offensive tackle. I still think that's probably going to be Georgia, a little bit ahead of Tennessee right now. Um, Alabama staff still in communication. And, you know, of course, Kool-Aid, you know, uh, Quincy McKinstry, the Pinson Valley five-star defensive backs, a guy they still got pro- have a priority um, on recruiting. But overall, their board is set up about as nice as you want. And they're going to recruit through the signings. You know, some of these kids – could possibly not sign early. New targets will emerge uh, during their senior year. So we're seeing a lot of guys. There's still a lot of movement. That's the one thing about the Alabama staff. You know, Mac Brown used to be done back, you know, on his junior day, February, a year before signing day, he'd have 90% of his class done. I don't think Alabama's got 95% done uh, 24 hours before signing day. I think they're always working the angles and everything else. So I do think we're going to see a lot of lot a lot of good talent left out there and they're in some battles. They're in some big time battles as you can imagine. Yeah, you hit on the secondary. That seems like that's home to a couple of three guys that could end up being a part of this class down the road. And as you said, guys who maybe have committed elsewhere is a guy like William Parker, for example, most recently a commitment to Tennessee. Is is he a guy that you think Alabama continues to work here? Uh, you know, I think that depends on other positions. I mean, you look at the defensive line, and they've got uh, all kinds of prospects out there. they got – I don't dare try to say his name, but JT, the big number the one. The kid from Washington. Yeah, yeah the number one player <laughs> in the country from Washington. I'm, I'm not about to make a fool of myself on that one. But they've got him on the board. They've got Shamar Turner on the board. they got the big kid from Texas, uh, Tunmice Adelaide who was uh, committed to Ohio State. So you look at that, those are three guys pretty hard to turn down, not saying they'll get them all. But if they could take them all, I think they would possibly try to, and I think that could affect a William Parker or another guy. Because let's be honest, offensive line class is elite, yeah. whether they get somebody else or not. Um, and there's still some more guys out there. I know they're still evaluating some guys. So I think they've set this up about as nice as they could, considering um, – Again, Deontay Lawson, bless his heart, was out there in March on an island by himself. Yeah, and uh, uh, only guy in the class, so it's been quite the turnaround in five months. Yeah, I guess when all else fails, take all the elite defensive linemen you possibly can, right? I mean, you talk about value 
when you start getting to shrinking numbers. Obviously, best player available, I guess, comes into the discussion a good bit as well. But, man, you can you ran down some of those defensive end types that are still out there. Uh, and uh, that, that would make a lot of sense for this class, no doubt. You know how this season can go. I mean, you have guys committed to other schools, as you noted. Alabama gets off to a really hot start. Um, you know, especially wide receiver. I mean, it's at some point, and you saw a lot of this run came after the NFL draft, but at some point, if Waddle and Devonta Smith do what we think they're going to do, start emerging as first-round picks, not saying they're not now, but if they start emerging, you're going to see, I mean, Alabama could put back-to-back number uh, first-round draft picks, two in each class at wide receiver. So four wide receivers and back-to-back classes total in the first round. So you're going to see a lot of those guys paying attention to that kind of stuff. Well, there we go. Tim Watts with outstanding stuff here on the heels of the breaking news that Robbie Oots, six foot four, 240 pound tight end from Rock Hill, South Carolina, has committed to the Alabama Crimson side for the 2021 cycle. Tim, uh, anything else here? You think we're good? I think we're good. It's going to be exciting here. I still think there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen coming up. Uh, with recruits, I know it's you got you get that sense of everything's going right, but there's always those curveballs you got to foul off to stay alive for the fastball. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of excitement here in the next four months. Yeah, definitely, and we'll certainly have you covered wall to wall at BamaOnline.com. Tim Watts, Hank South do such a tremendous job uh, in the recruiting coverage, the staff in general, with plenty of team coverage for you. As we get ready for the Alabama season opener on September the 26th at the University of Missouri. Always good stuff. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it, Travis. Thank you. There he goes. Tim Watts, site publisher, BamaOnline.com. Again, breaking news as Robbie Oots, the six foot four tight end from Rock Hill, South Carolina, commits to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Keep it locked to BamaOnline.com for continuing coverage. Of this story and a whole lot more, Travis Ryder, thanking you once again. And we'll check in with you again here on the podcast real soon. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.